though, you know we back. Uh, uh, hey, yeah, I know you like that. Uh, 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 hey, we're back. <laughs> if y'all did not know, we are back. And not like Mace came back. No, we're, not like Mace came back. Something Mace, very different. Yeah, Mace came back with pride. <laughs> that boy came back. But we listened was to that, a, I listened to the a, song. Literally, ran, it was I got a, a nine uh, early two thousands hip hop playlist. Yeah, so I was this listening. Hold to on, it. are you an Apple Music guy or a Spotify guy or who? Which one do you rock uh, with? Apple Music, oh. Spotify, Spotify, okay, Spotify. Okay, okay, But okay, Apple okay, Music okay. is in my car though. Like, gotcha. I think the the playlist that it's pulling from. Oh, is from okay. Apple Music. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know you got money. You got both, huh? Wow. Ah, that, that Yo, money. I have leverage because I need <laughs> Apple Music to That's play. True. Sorry, <laughs> equally both. Uh, so, uh, yes, I'll listen to, uh, Welcome Back last- From Mace, by Mace by and Mace. I remember, because he came back, back in the day, he was, right. he, was, he came back as, I'm a believer The video now, was like Mr. Rogers. And stuff. Yeah. Mr. Planet Church and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I couldn't really hear what he was saying in the song. Right. Because I don't remember all the flexing. <laughs> The NS flexing. He bro. was flexing in that song. Oh bro. my God. Rap I'm cats, the man, man, I'm the y'all man, got their style. God. They want to bow to me. Yeah, rap cats, man, they y'all got their style for me. And if I ever saw a man, they'll probably bow to me. Oh, Pastor. All of that. Pastor Mace. Bishop, Bishop, please. Bishop, please don't say that. Can, can you say something not, else? Not, not to mention that when Mace was preaching, did you ever see him preach and he sounded just like Creflo Dollar? That was really all his most. Harlem, all his all his Harlem acts, the whole thing was gone. He sounded like he was straight. He said, now the Bible says. I was like, Mace, you don't sound like you that. You are not from Atlanta. You are not from ATL. What happened there, bro? What's know, he doing bro. now? And people forget, too, that after that, he signed a G-Unit. Mace signed a G-Unit? Yes, you don't remember that? He signed a G unit and he and I remember he had a record where he said, I'll have your mama hollering in the back of the church. I was like, What? Yes, dog. That's what he said. Pastor Mason Bethel said that. And then he left G Unit. Kind of G Unit was like on his way out at that point, bro. But I was like, I don't know what Mace is doing with himself. And then remember he had that thing when he came out a couple years ago with that video and then Instagram did the purge. Remember when oh, Instagram did yes, that purge? And, followers and all of his followers. Two thirds. Yes. And then he deleted his his Instagram account. I don't know what's going on. Maybe we need another song. Is there another welcome song? Somebody else. I don't don't, don't know. (laughs) But either way, we're back. We are back on Southside Rabbi with another episode, Flames, Fire, and Everything in Between for your soul and your role in society. Of course, as always, I'm here with the illustrious, the undefeated, he who cannot be deleted. Oh, my God. I mean the dream Hudson. Make some noise for him one time. Gracias, gracias, senor. Hey, I'm here um, with the... Let me humble myself as I receive. <laughs> Capital T-H-E. Mm-hmm. The problem, the question, the mm. answer. Praise me. Tesla Tommy himself. Hey! Matt Diggity Dog, the man of one woman. <laughs> Okay, to the second letter, yeah, Kevin yeah. Elijah Smooth. Yeah, yeah. Bed not leave your Bible around him, hey, Burgess. True theologian for real. You, bro, you, you feel me? <laughs> I hope my brother's for real. Don't leave your Bible around me. Right. Because I'm going to break down the text. Ah! I'm going to break down the text, brother. See, that's what I'm telling you is that pastor show and go. Hold up, hold up. 
Some of you out there got Bibles that look way too oh, clean. Oh, you see, what, 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 what my mama taught me was a Bible that's falling apart is a life that's put together. Let me tell you something now. This should give you a... Look at this. Look at that. This should show you that my life is solid. I'm talking A1. You feel me? Fortress. Padlock. You heard me. And you know what they Look say? If your Bible is clean... Now you probably dirty. You probably dirty. You probably dirty. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> you show me your Bible, Nine, and I'll show you your future. 9.5 times out of 10, if your Bible clean, then that means that you are dirty. You feel what I'm Y'all saying? Y'all almost bought Pastor Show and go back. He, hey, he ain't come right Pastor now. Pastor Show go. Pastor Show go. Give us a word just for the people. Like let, Dave let Chappelle on the ranch uh, with thank Kanye you, West. Thank you, Brother Please, Kevin. Please, out of nowhere, give us a word for the people. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something, Brother Kevin. We are living here today in a time of uncertainty. Take your time. We are living here today in a time of confusion. Ooh. The people are fearful. The people do not know what is going on. Oh, they like, they don't like. know what is going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in this time, my brother, we need a word. Mm. We need a word of comfort. Yes, sir. We need a word of conviction. Yes, sir. We need a word of passion. Yes, sir. We need a word of truth. Yes, sir. To encourage and soak the soul in the waters of God's unchanging mercy, grace, hope, and, sus wow. and, and sustenance. Wow. Now, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Dip me in the water. There's a lot going on right now, brothers and sisters. <laughs> we have a pandemic that's running amok. Uh, running amok. We have a COVID-19 viral virus that is out there just infecting everything moving. Uh, everything moving. You, we have uh, racial tension in the streets. Yes. Right? We have protests, and rightfully so. Yes. We have riots. Yes. We have places burning down. Yes. We have people passing away. Mm. God bless them. But I want to tell the people right now that you may not know what's going on. Yes. You may not know what is happening. Yes. You may not know what's going to happen next. Yes. But you got to hold on because we have a savior hey. who knows all things. All things. Everything is under his control. Yes. And the Bible says that in Romans 8, 28. Yes. That all things. Yes, all, things. All, things all things. Work together for the good of who? Those who what? <laughs> Those who what? Not talk about them. Not sing about them. Not just know about them. But those who love him. Yes. The good works together for all those who love him according to God's purpose. Do you love him today? Now the question is, my brothers and sisters, do you love him today? Today. Today. Message. Because if you don't love him today, my brothers and sisters, you can have no peace. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you or can the, have no peace afternoon. tomorrow. You can why have do you no always peace. gotta ask? Why do they always ask themselves questions? I don't know. I was it, I was glad when they said to me, "Let us go where? Go where? To the house of where? The Lord? The Lord? Oh, you happy today? Y'all don't understand me because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to think. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you to recall. That's what I want to do is work on your call and response. Yes, that's right. Because we can't be Christians and not be critical thinkers. Facts. 
If anything, if there's nothing that you don't know about Pastor Show and Go, Pastor is that you know that Pastor Show and Go is going to think critically. Oh, he going to think critically. He is not going to just take a man's word you for it. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You're going to have to exegete Pastor Show and Go. Pastor Show and Go. The passage. All right, so the first thing we want to talk about is the number two song on iTunes right now. Overall? In singles coming out of hip-hop. So, not number two out of all music that's being created. But out of, out but of hip-hop singles. In hip-hop singles. Okay. Which is a very difficult list to even break the top 100, cuz. Right, straight To up. put it in perspective, I think I, think I know uh, of one Christian hip-hop song ever that was like in the top 20. Really? So it's very, very difficult to get on this list, bro. Okay. Because it's all the singles that are, they got radio dollars, radio right, dollars right, behind right. them. Uh, massive campaigns behind them. In fact, this song is number two, but above it is Rockstar by The Baby. Oh, so he's and only Come and under- Go by Juice World is number three. Popstar featuring Drake. It's, it's DJ Khaled's no- Popstar yeah. is number four. He said, I feel like. I think my, uh, I think my uh, manager scored her wrong. Okay, so yeah. so this You're is telling me that list. This, this joint is above Drake's pop star. Yes, and right under uh, uh yes. the baby's rock, rock star. star. Right, right. That's right. big, bro. In between two stars. That ain't that's Here that's, that's not that's not that's not that's not a small feat. That's right. By my man's Toby from the SWAT. Toby from the SWAT. Toby from the SWAT. Toby is easily. One of the hardest working artists that this generation have seen. I don't think anybody can disagree with you the, on that. The man's hunger is contagious. Yep. And incomparable. Or is that even a word? It can't be compared to anybody else's. Right. My guy is a monster, right? My man works hard. My man is hustling. He's hustling. Song a week for a year. You want to talk about you want to be a writer, you want to be a rapper. I, mean, I can't figure out how to break down this glass ceiling and people have opportunity. Try to Are do, yeah. you putting out music like this gentleman? Because that might be an option. I'm just going to write and rap a lot. I'm just going to flood. Not to mention the kind of confidence you have to have in yourself as an artist. A lot of folks don't even think about it from this perspective. Right. That like you have to be okay with your final product. Uh-huh. Being done in a few days and then put out for the world to judge a few days later. Right. That's difficult. Yeah. Artists take forever to put music out, not simply because they're not writing and they're lazy, but they're scared. They're scared. Right. They don't have the confidence to say that I believe this is a good song and it's going out. But it needs to be sat on write verses, rewrite verses. To be able to say, yo, we're going live every week, mm. essentially, right. for a year is a a level of confidence. That is almost uncanny. So shout out to my guy, Toby. Yes, sir. Toby put out a song this week because uh, Toby is a believer. And uh, Jesus has had a tremendous effect on this man's life. Yep. Uh, and how he's, you know, how he walked with his his, his wife, um, who is now wife, um, you know, who he was engaged to. Uh, how they their, sexu- their sexual ethic was right there in, in scripture and countercultural. Right. Um, and uh, in terms of saving themselves for that night that yep. after their wedding. And uh there's all these Christian themes that run through his music, so on and so forth. Him and the um the that the the dude who um does a lot of motivational speaking, the hip hop pastor E. T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're real tight. Uh just good people yep. and an amazing artist. Probably definitely one of my favorite artists right now. He Absolutely. put the song out called Try Jesus. Don't try me. Don't try me. Which 
was a, an amazing fly, play on words, right? Because yeah, the 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 sentiment of try Jesus, like yes, like like give yourself to him, please. But if I had three wishes, <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish you would. That was what he followed the, right. the, the line up with. So try Jesus, don't try me. Mm -hmm. What was your reaction to the song? And then I want to think about it theologically. Yeah, so first of all, I like Toby Nwigwe. I think that's how you say his last name. Right. Um, a lot, man. I think that, first of all, he's a great artist. Like you said, a hard worker. His visuals are crazy. His artistry is crazy. The man can spit. I heard him go on Sway in the morning and, and go crazy on that mug. Um, he is a beast, bro. So in, in thinking about uh, the try Jesus, don't try me. Uh, <laughs> PSA. Um, PSA. What I, uh, first, first thing that I think about is Toby is saying something that a lot of us have felt. Yes. Especially a lot of us Christians from urban America. Yes. Right? That come from a background of learning how not to let people try you. Um, and I think, so I think that one of the, I think that the sentiment is a sentiment that a lot of us feel. Right. Right. Um, I don't know if I would have made it into a song. Okay. Not saying that it, I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm just talking about me personally. Riding around town. I don't try know Jesus. if I would have did it. Um, you get to the light, somebody try Don't you. try me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, cause you know Toby let it know that he liked to fight. We we like to Toby, fight too. Toby liked to fight. My man Toby will will he will remind you uh, as as many Hi, times as you can. My name is Toby from the SWAT, and I like to fight. I love the Lord, and but, I would love to whoop your tail if yeah, you tried because that's all I need. That's all I, I just was praying. But hey, I like that he likes to fight. Yeah, I mean, because cause I, cause I like to fight too. We all like to fight, and honestly, just a uh, shameless plug. Uh. If you want to do a boxing match, my guy, you know what I'm saying? This guy is open. Yo, I'm down, baby boy. We can sell tickets to that thing and erting and give the money to wherever. Whoever, you know what I'm saying? Whoever, whoever the money, who want it? Whoever the money need to go to. Because you can try Jesus. But don't try me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yes. And if I you am wanna, serious, though. And if you want to come to the gun range with me, we can do that, too. Cause I, you know, oh, yeah, because my, my man definitely keep, keep it on him. So Just like I, I mean Hudson. Stop. Are you <laughs> so, strapped right now? No comment. So, uh, so what? Um, <laughs> I love that answer. That was perfect. No comment. Um, but if you run up on me, you will get clapped. No. <laughs> no my, man said that. my man said that on the news. Yeah, you know so, what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, my man, they had an interview. This is a rabbit trail, but they had interviewed this dude on the news, and they was, they was talking about this man that was going around and robbing people at gunpoint, and they asked this one dude, it was like, hey, man, this is this picture of this dude. He's going around robbing people at gunpoint. Does this concern you that this guy's running around the neighborhood? And he said, oh, it's a little bit concerning, but I keep that thing, too, so if you run up on me, he, he will, will get, get clapped. Chitty, <laughs> chitty, bang, bang. On, on, on national news. Um, so, uh, but no, uh, I think uh, I, I just I think that the song resonates with a lot of people. It definitely yeah. resonates with folks yeah, like yeah. us. Um, for me though, I don't know if I would have made it because I don't think that I need to advertise to people that you don't need to try me. Right, right. I feel like there's a. I feel like um, for me, especially from where we come from, me and you come from the same place. Both come from the South Side. Right. I feel like the advertise. I, I I feel like there's a part of the advertising. For me, not saying this is the same thing for my man Toby. Right. That is a type of pride that mm. I need to let you know. Right. 
this ain't what you want. This bro. ain't what you want. You this know what I'm saying? What you There's want. a lot of things in your life that you want. A lot of things. You can want an Apple computer. A computer. You can want a new pair of jeans. A degree. The, uh, the Jordan Five is about to come back out. You, you can get, get a, a new degree pair in of social science. You can have you a could degree want in social science. Maybe get a degree in sociology. Sure. Since a lot of you guys talk about Marxism and critical theory, you don't yes. know what that is. Yes. Um, there you you may you may want to get a degree in theology, since yes. a lot of people seem to not know how the Bible talks about justice. Yes. Oh. But there is something that you don't want this is what you don't Though want. you think you do and that is problems with me because <laughs> i ain't never been no little boy I ain't never been. i've so, been a lot of so things so me and kb say this thing we have been a lot of things in our life a I've lot been, of things i've been I poor have, look i've lied i've been rich i've cheated <laughs> I've, I've stole been a theft. A th- i mean I've, I've been a thief i have been a cheat i have been uh, a at times a bad, a bad friend. One time a, a I was a, a, at one time you could call me arrogant and prideful. There's times I was arrogant and prideful. There's times that I had. There's a lot of things that I have been. Yeah. But one thing I've never been I in my never life. Been. I ain't never been no little boy. I ain't bro. never been no little boy. I never been no scared little boy. I ain't never been no scared little boy. As long as I can remember, when I was a little I boy, I wasn't no womb little boy. With a job. I was a grown man I with a four one k. Womb out the womb. Out Charlotte. the womb and said, "What time is it? Because I got to get to work." <laughs> so, uh, so I understand. I un- so for me, the 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 sentiment of like, don't try me. Right, 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 right. For me, it comes from from me a um venture into pride right. that needs to, to that needs to make sure that you know right that I will lay these hands on you right, right. as if you though you needed prayer right, and you right. were sick. Right, right, right. So uh I I, yeah. I don't want to advertise that. I think that for me, I it, it's it's just like, you know, me if some people may know, some people may not know, but like of course as KB, KB is a great fighter, loves fighting. I like fighting. I don't get to train like KB does. But I also like fighting. I also like guns and shooting. Yeah. But I don't think that I need to advertise to people. Right. Hey, don't run up on me though. Right. Right. You know right. What I'm right. Because right. I, you feel me? There's a lot of things that people are not, and people are allergic sure, to. Sure. Sure. One thing that everybody's <laughs> allergic to is hot lead. Hot lead. So I don't think that that needs to be advertised. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And um, so that is kind of yeah. Where basically, I come yeah. Because typically, what, what I mean? we try to do is we try to think about. Violence as a necessary consequence to protect life. Right. And I, I think, I think, what Toby is getting at ultimately is that that absolutely you're, you're not. I will protect me and mine if yeah, it came down to it, which is it biblical. Ain't, it ain't. But there's a fine line between saying, "Yo, you you don't just get to come over here." And think, this reminds me of that book. This actually an amazing book. Um, uh, that nonviolent stuff will get you killed. Yeah. On how the the book that basically details. I'm only a couple chapters in, but mm-hmm. it details how guns made the civil rights movement, movement possible. possible. Right. And uh, and when you read the book, when you read the title, it's like, oh shoot! So you're saying we should not be nonviolent? But when as soon as you open the the, right. the first chapter, you see that no, they are for nonviolence. Right. But they're also not ruling out. The fact is sometimes violence is necessary. Violence is necessary to stop violence from proceeding, ultimate or greater violence from proceeding. Right. Like if you one of the ways that you can maintain a nonviolent society is that sometimes you have to use violence exactly. to put more violence down. Exactly. Right. Even for our 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 wonderful pacifist brothers and sisters who right. love Jesus and are anti violence. I feel you. I am anti-violence too. I Absolutely. don't want to see violence. Right. In boxing, for example, it's not even about violence. It's def- it's about skills. It's, it's a science. About, yeah, it's, 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 it's a art. science. It's an art. Right. There's a 
way more it's way more refined right. than brute you know than just people punching each other in the face, in the face. Right. yeah it's not what it is but the 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 idea is at times you can call the police because you don't you don't engage in violence, yeah. but, you're but all you're yeah. doing is outsourcing your violence to somebody else That's because exactly they're coming with the violence. At, right. some, at some point, somebody has to be violent. Somebody's got to stop you. Right. And especially if somebody doesn't want to use reason mm-hmm. and, and, and rationality. And morality, yep. And morality. Mm-hmm. I can't appeal to any of those things. Right. At some point. Force is all I have. Yeah, I, I have to engage in forces. I had a situation happen literally a month ago mm-hmm. where a gentleman... A very muscular gentleman mm-hmm. went to attack a brother that I was with. Mm-hmm. And I stood in front of this gentleman and my friend. Right. And I, I, I asked the gentleman to calm down. I said, I said, brother, calm down. This is un- you do not have to bring this energy at all. It won't even help the situation. Try Jesus, don't try me, brother. <laughs> I was just I was just joking. I was just joking. That man said to me, Don't call me, bro. And then he proceeded to walk towards me. I put my hands on his chest. What you yeah. doing, I said, I said you, you have to stop right there. He said, don't touch me. I said, I don't want to touch you. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to touching any man for that matter. Right. Especially not you. Right. But if you step into my space, I have to stop you, I bro. Stop you, bro. I, I, I don't want I don't want anything. I said I'm a man of peace. Right. I'm a law-abiding citizen and a lover of Jesus. But I cannot let you bring injury and bodily harm to me or anyone around me. Right. And it's up to you. Right. It's up to you. You are at a crossroads right How, now. You're at a crossroad right, right now. You have a blue pill and a red pill. You can. It's completely up to you on how uh-huh. I'll get to maintain my conviction. Yeah, because you can go home to your wife and have a good day. Yes, yes. Or you can wake up in the grass. And I can keep my conviction in, in place you of can, protecting <laughs> humanity and my own self. You can go home right now and say, have a nice day. Or you can go home like us going like this. Hey, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, image bear, image, image bear. Hey, welcome back. Hey, had, a, had quite a spill there. Sorry, so, we had well, to brother. Do that to I, you. I, first of all, I want to apologize on, for the, the throbbing sensation. <laughs> you good? You straight? Like Kevin Hart said, it's crazy when somebody get hit, they get beat, they ask the other person if they okay. Straight? You good? We good? We good now, right? We good, right? Yeah. No, go ahead. So, I'm sorry. I, so yeah, man, and I, I think that what that says is that. Number one, I think like Jesus, the God man, mm-hmm. certainly is not somebody you want to try either. You know what I'm saying? Now, you if say you, that. If you say it. He said it in his word. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> he try. He didn't use me. those words. Jesus said, "Try <laughs> other people, but don't try me." Just you me. feel me? Just he said, this is how gangster the New Testament is. Bro, it's, it's very Matthew gangster. says that you will have to kiss the ring. Bro. You'll have to kiss the, he said, kiss the son lest he be angry. Lest he be angry. Hold on. Ooh. And then you have, you have other passages. You have, you have. You have other passages also where you have folks saying, do not fear the man what? on earth that can only destroy your body. Oh, please. But fear the person that not only can destroy your body, but he also can destroy your soul in hell. Okay. Hey, that sounds like a, hey. I don't know if you want these problems. No, no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jesus throws eternities, bro. Like, you don't want to, 
I don't know if you want to get you hit with the eternal haymaker. No, nah, that mug, because when it lands. That's one you're never getting up from. When it lands, knees are bowing and tongues are confessing. confessing. You know, you get punched in the face so hard and you start sharing stuff. You become that's a gentle. That's what Mike Tyson when he got beat Bro, by a man of Holyfield. Let me tell you something. Me, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> My man I think of Vandor as a great fighter. Yes. I just, I, can I just I want to see world peace. I, I just listen. Dog, hey. I remember, dog, my friends that play ball with me know this. Last, there's a couple years ago, there's this court that we used to play at, and it would be a bunch of dudes out there playing. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy out there that just loved to fight, dog. Always starting stuff. He had tried, I think he tried me at one point, just trying, like, just constantly fine. talking looking. crazy, right? Calling, like, you, you trash, you trash, you trash. Well, one day, a brother came out and said, today's not my day to be tried. Uh-oh. He said, try Jesus, but don't try me. That yeah. was his disposition. He said, Hold on. This is one of your, a brother in the Lord. This is one of brother in the Lord. This is an, a, oh, uh, another dude, that, this was a dude there. that was there. Okay. My man came out that day and was like, everybody need to be on chill today. mode today. <laughs> everybody <laughs> hey, need hey, to be on chill. Hey, let me let everybody know for this everybody game start. Know. Everybody need to be on straight chill mode today. On chill mode hey, today, Shawty, because I ain't having none of it today. I ain't today. having it today, dog. The you way come this out working. To, to, hey, the kind of day that I done had, <laughs> y'all come out the mouth sideways today, and it's chitty, chitty, bang, 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 flame, flame, gang, gang. Yes. So it's coffins for everybody today. <laughs> he pointed to a little kid on the side, right? You, little six-year-old. You, him, you her, too. I can't you six. Him. Yo, dog. So... So the dude that liked to fight, everybody go night night. The dude that liked to fight, who, who all of us just kind of put up with, you know? What yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go, being him. It's again. like where we was from, right? Yes. Me and KB had a dude from my old hood and named. Is probably gonna hear this episode and try to run up on us one day, because this is how he is. Oh, hopefully he's different now. Let's just hope he's different. All I gotta now. say is refer to what we said in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, I was joking. So my man, my man, who likes to fight, engaged this dude. Mm-hmm. Like he typically does, dude knocked him square out. <laughs> Hold on, you was you was there. I was not there. I heard the story. I came the next the next Saturday, and they told me what had happened. Like, bro, you missed what happened. So Dog, he didn't say nothing. He just. But the day I came back, my man who got knocked out last week, the he was he guy, was like this. He was there at the court, and as godly as the apostles. All combined in Mother Teresa's devotional came. time on a Sunday he, morning. He just came out of the Nicene Creed. My man I mean, came he just out. came out of the council. He said, have you considered the treasury of David? Psalms 1. He's really been rocking me lately. Sitting with the wicked? Why would we do that when we can walk with the righteous? I just want to be a tree planted by the waters of godliness. My man, my man came out was there with Metal World Peace. My man came out there with Gatorades, Ooh. turkey sandwiches, and orange slices for everybody. <laughs> my man was like a soccer mom. Hey, I got everybody oh, treats. He said, I know uh, that everybody's been playing hard. I know today. you have a peanut allergy, so I, I got you a cookie you. that has no peanut no oil peanut whatsoever. At all, bro. What? Yes, dog. Humble him, and and here it is. When I was in Bible college, when I was in Bible college, dog. He said, "My yo." One of speaking of, of 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 this whole idea of Christians and fighting. Oh, one of my biggest issues. I mean, I'm talking. It was a theological wrestle. Right. I had two theological wrestles in, in college. The first was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I, I it took. I accepted the Spirit of God being a part of the Triune. Amen. Godhead. Yeah. I believed it based on church tradition. Right. But it took me a while to see it in the text, and gotcha. I remember being gotcha. able to see it like, oh. 
oh God, this is who you are. Right. I see it, I see it, I see it. My other big struggle, my guy, was why Jesus did not sanction redemptive fighting. I remember we no, but I remember we had serious conversations about yes. that. Because a lot of us were struggling with that. It didn't make sense to me. Because there was times we were going through things, and I was like, I wish that we can just literally sanction a fighting match between me and somebody else. And I and, feel and, like and, it would it, improve And things. it would improve the situation. Now, you do have Nehemiah at the end of the book where he let these, these dudes know who were in the temple selling stuff, if I come yeah. back and I find you here, I'm going to drive you out the temple with right. my hands. Right. Right? So there is a kind of laying of hands mm -hmm. that in, in, in purifying temples. Right. Like what we see what Jesus is doing. Right. But I'm saying what I found in Bible college, I found Christian culture in Bible college, which is a bunch of people that say things expecting there to be no physical consequence for what they say. Because they, so because because they Bible, rely on Christianity. Because it, Christianity right. makes it okay. And, right. and listen, I've seen Christian artists. I, Christian artists are some of the biggest perpetuators of that problem because yeah. they, they do all kinds of stuff to screw people over. In business behind closed doors, right, and then chalk it up to the you know you gotta forgive, right, and grace and mercy, you know, great and, grace and mercy. Right. Hey man, I'm, hey, we all sinners because they know they, they know that y'all as Christians are not gonna be like ice. You're Cube. not gonna sue them. You're not gonna be like Ice Cube and come in the thing and start with a baseball stuff with bat. Right, right, right. You feel insulated. You feel secure. In the nicety of Christianity. And let me tell y'all something. God is that's not okay with God. Oh, the Lord's gonna handle it. Because you are you Facts. are using God's ethics and morals in order to exploit and take advantage of people. Right, 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 right. Because in the real world, if those if, if cats were not abiding by those morals, you would not think of saying some of the things that you say or doing some of the things that you would do. Facts. Because people would put hands on you. Facts. For it. Yeah. Facts. Absolutely. It's not good. But I found that in, in Bible college, I'm like, dude walked up to me one time. And said, such and such is a heretic who I was a person that I, a, a, a theologian or a pastor that I liked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 step back. Yeah, calm down. Because when I hear that coming from Southside St. Petersburg, it sounds like you're wanting to fight me. I, that's what I'm hearing. Right. Because you're coming at me in such a way where you're taking out charity and grace mm -hmm. or understanding. And here's mm -hmm. the big one relationship. Right. You feel a security in talking to strangers in any kind of way because if they're Christians, they're not going to do anything about it. Right. And that's what I'm saying. In the hood, I made this. I didn't write about it. I should have in a paper in, while I was in Bible college. But in the streets, I saw an ethic of respect and honor mm -hmm. for dignity in ways that I saw undermined when I got into Christian culture. Right. Because a lot of times, these little debates and us going back and forth and starting to get real nasty and slanderous and call, that stuff didn't happen. Right. Because you knew the moment you escalated to that, you had to see me in the yard. That, that, that's exactly right. Right. So there are I, things so, that Christians say about each other now that, I mean, even when we talk about these issues of justice and stuff right, like right, that, right, right, right. there's certain terms that people throw around now and slander people in ways that it's like you're only doing that because we're we're Christians. Yes. Because like you said, if it got elevated to that kind of language in the street, you know that you would have to fight them. It's not it, it so you don't you refrain right, from right. saying it unless so it makes you think about what you're saying before you say right. it. The only the only way that you would say it is unless you know that you you're going to have to fight right. and you don't mind. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, Which right, we also right. saw that too. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I it was a real struggle for me in college, bro. Uh -huh. It really I was I could not understand, especially since since I saw Sometimes I saw individuals go into the, the yard and square up 
and then they they buried it after that. That was the end of it. Yeah. Now more than not, it's a different world. It doesn't work like that now. Now you square up and you beat me. I'm coming back to shoot People you and all killed. your fam. But then right. I I remember when I was younger, it wasn't that way. No. Yeah. Like folks would literally see this as a way to settle something. Yes. And the challenge that I had was I I couldn't find any precedent for the New Testament. Now. I agree with the New Testament that that is not the best way for us to handle things. Absolutely. Albeit it may serve redemptive purposes from time to time. Even right. though it doesn't have God's endorsement, it doesn't have God's endorsement, doesn't mean that it's completely useless. Yeah, there could right? be unique situations in which it unique might. Unique situations right. where this was put down through force, okay? Now, and we won't get into what those situations would look like. Overall, I don't endorse us going outside the fight. Right. God gave us minds, reason, and compassion to deal with our issues. Right. Repentance and reconciliation is a much better option. Right. right? However, what that does not mean is that for those who are refusing repentance, reconciliation, and reasoning, those mm-hmm. who are refusing that, mm-hmm. that what it means to follow Jesus is to simply allow your life to be a living doormat. Because when Jesus says, turn the other cheek... Right, because that's the the verse that that they point out in the song. Right, that that turn the other cheek just don't sit right with me. (laughs) That's exactly what he said in the song. And I would say, bro, it it shouldn't sit right with you Mm -hmm. if you see it as God is calling you to basically be the punching bag of the culture. Exactly. When people need to get off some steam, they can just launch it on you. Right. And your Christian obligation makes you take just take it on the chin just take it and say hey did you consider hitting punching me on the other side of my yeah my body because turn the other cheek is not something that we see jesus doing all the time mm-hmm. so there was a time where jesus was literally slapped in the face absolutely here you have this Spit perfect on. example right of jesus being slapped in the face and he did not turn the other cheek mm-hmm. he did not he actually confronted the person that hit him yeah if what's going on if you're doing this why right are you hitting me you're, what's your justification for this right 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 right, right. right. what that, that's not a contradiction in the text all it does is it shows us that this turning the other cheek isn't a literal when somebody hits you right give them the other cheek absolutely that's, that's not, not what's not happening what there right jesus is arming you with a mindset towards insults right because that, that's what this the slapping of the face, I mean, it still is, but especially in that century, it was seen as an insult. Right. Jesus is saying to you, you should be so buried in me mm-hmm. that the insults of this world are like causes for you to rejoice. Right. That's all you got? Right. It, it, it reminds me of that, that phrase, when, when life knocks you down, ask, ask life, why does it throw so weak? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a defiance right. to the insult that we are not fueled by y'all, y'all comments because we're not. We're this is civilian affairs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You in a nursery and a little kid calls you poo poo face. You, or they call Christians stupid or believe in an imaginary sky daddy or man, whatever. Those call were, you a bigot. Man, those were badges of honor for the first the first century right, saints. Right. Like man, you won't believe what they called me today for so my much love so for that Jesus. we adopted the term Christian. Exactly, we appropriated it. The word Christian was a slap on the cheek. Right, turning the other cheek was embracing that word. Right, and saying that's what we're going to use to call ourselves mm-hmm. Christians. Mm-hmm. Trying to y'all trying to play us? You can't. I'm unplayable. Okay. You feel me? I am so. 
I am so in the kingdom that like the, the, the emperor would say of the Christians, it's like they don't care about anything else except the kingdom that they say they belong to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's exactly right. That's what that means. Right. Because then you have Luke 22 where there's a clear call to protect yourself. Right. Take a sword with you. Mm-hmm. People will try to come for you. Do not let them yeah. do that. Because the necessary consequence of thou shalt not kill in all the texts and in in, throughout mm-hmm. the Bible mm-hmm. that deal with protecting life right. requires thou shall protect the life that God has given you. Absolutely. In the lives of those around you. Right. So this isn't about spite. This isn't about pride or this isn't about like, False, a false sense of masculinity that has to walk around like I'm the baddest dude in the room. Do you remember mm-hmm. Mike Tyson breaking down in tears in that interview saying that it it pains him? One of his biggest issues that he's been trying to overcome is become more humble. He said, I right. want to be more humble because I, I was feeding off like a drug that I was the most feared man in the room. Right. I want to walk around like... I'm dangerous. I'll eat your. He was saying all he those things. I'll eat your Lewis, children. He was out. saying that to come off like a monster, right. because uh, in his mind, that's, a monster nobody tries. That's, a monster. That's, that, that's how he wanted to appeal. He said that to Lennox Lewis. I eat your children. I'm hungry. And then Lennox right. Lewis knocked him out. And then knocked after that, out. he was like, "Here's the juice box, Lennox. What can I, <laughs> can I invest in the business of yours? Do you want to venture capital? What, what do you right. need? What do you do? What size shoes you, do? Do you wear, your Lennox? Vision? He was a whole different person. Facts. But I understand it. So that's... The, the, the and if you listen to a lot of professional fighters... Same um, thing. I, I was actually listening to um, some interviews last this past week of some MMA fighters um, and other professional uh, fighters. You'll, see, you'll hear boxers and stuff say the same thing. And they always talk about how they try to do everything that they can to avoid confrontation mm-hmm. and how yes. they do not have to act like they are the baddest person in the room uh it's crazy because even uh uh, joe rogan just did an interview with jocko willing who's one of the freaking baddest dudes that you can ever meet right um ex-navy seal dude will kill you with his bare hands right and he they were talking about fighting like what should you do in a street fight right and uh jocko willing who's also a great uh brazilian jiu-jitsu martial artist he was saying if there's nobody, if the best thing that I would do in a street fight is try to get out of there. Mm. If there's nobody that's coming towards me throwing punches and all of that stuff, and I have an opportunity to disengage, right? Then I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how, that how and, I feel. And and, and and a lot of uh, professional fighters, they were talking, to, they were also talking about the same thing, and they were like, the dude that always walks in the room and has to show everybody that he's the baddest dude in the room, right? Is the dude that's usually the most insecure. Right. right. The reason that I don't care about letting anybody else know that I'm the baddest in the room is because I know that it's a possible it's 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 probably probable that I can almost beat anybody in this room. Right, 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 right. So because but but with that comes humility. Right. That's why I don't have to let people know that I will. Right, right, right. The fact right. that the, the the fact that I know that I can is what causes me to actually be as humble as I I possibly can be right. and try to disengage as much as I can. Right. It's the guy that is doing it's just like what we say in the hood, man. It's like we always say that it's the it's the dude the that don't say that nothing. It's the dude that doesn't talk. It's the dude that that's the dude that'll kill you. Yeah. Real and I'm G's just be, moving it, silence like lasagna. But it's a fact. It's a fact. Like right. I I know. I'm just being honest. I know someone personally. KB and my family. KB knows somebody like this too. I know them too. <laughs> a person that I'm thinking about right now in my family, who is the kind of person that will he does not talk. 
but he, he does will not kill you. He does not talk. You can do all it's of this. You can do all of this stuff. You can do all of the theatrics. He does not do any of it. He does not care about it because he knows I'm not bragging about this. He's right. a different person now. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Because he should not be the way. I'm, right. That I mean, he, he shouldn't be that way. <laughs> I'm not praising this, and he's a different person. Right. Completely right. different person. But I'm saying that a person that knows that they will kill you. Right. There, I, I don't have to. Why would I have to get in your face? Why do I have to do the theatrics? Well, I think that the theatrics also exist. They exist as a way to garner respect, though. So I, I because think that's because because which which undergirds the problem of why do I feel like I need to act like this to be respected? Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think, but I I think that it does. Yes, it does exist to undergird respect. Like the, dudes, dudes literally show up in 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 prison cells and have to fight everybody well, that yeah. tries them. That's, I think that that's a different... For survival's sake. <laughs> right. Because I think that's the context of but this. But the context is, is I, have to establish, I have to establish respect exactly. as soon as I get but in the, here. Right. But the question is, especially for those of we us who have are to live, We should not, live like that in society, though. Right. We because are not if, in jail. if you're trying to survive, that's one thing. Right. But but the, the, the question is, what does it mean to sort of emerge fully as a human being that is with dignity and value, with respect that doesn't need to be earned... But is there simply because of who you are? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to live like that and not constantly in the context of survival? Because if if you live in the context of survival, you do you you feel inclined to lead that way. And even if you are, even if you are living in the context of survival, right? The fact that you are constantly having to lead with that is forming you into something that's not going to be good for you. Right. And it it's going to make be. it difficult for you to thrive. You right. feel me? And it shouldn't be. We don't want you to have to live in the context in which you feel like right. you are always in survival mode, which means I need to always establish respect and I need to always establish dominance. Right. I don't think that that's how God intended for you to live your life every right. day. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I, because it may be normal for you, but it's not peace. Right. It's not it's peace. It's really not peace. And you may not know that it's not peace because it's all you know right but there's a better way you Absolutely. know what i'm saying i remember like going going down to wildwood to play ball mm-hmm. um wildwood is this uh park that is uh in in the hood that yep. that i grew up in and um i didn't go to wildwood Jordan a lot park. but i exactly know you used i know to go wildwood to, uh, is. used to go to camel's park no you used, used to, to go, go to bartley park bartley which i heard bartley was the the worst part bartley of, was crazy it was terrible that I, was right next to your house yes. i'll never go to bartley <laughs> And I would never go to Charles Park. I didn't Park. see people shooting at places right. outside St. Petersburg. I didn't go to Charles Park though. But it's, you know, it's, it's so weird because Charles it seems Park like the dark. It's yeah, Charles Park after dark. That's what they used to say. It seems like everybody from different hoods was scared. Like when, I, yes. I was from, I was over here with Bartley, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not going not to going Charles to Wildwood. Park. But I, oh, or yeah. Wildwood. Yeah, yeah. But I think people from Wild, over by Wildwood, like where you were, Charles Park, would be like, I'm not going to Bartley. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that's just, I think that that's just the nation. And I definitely wasn't going through Jordan Park. I mean, I would go through Jordan Park. And Man, I, I, I was in Jordan Park one day. All the time, I remember bro. I went through Jordan Park at night. I think I was with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was really that church. Was, and, and, uh, yeah, yes. Yes. Me and KB drove through Jordan home. Park at oh, night. Oh, did we walk or did we drive? No, we drove. I think okay, we was okay. riding through Jordan Park, if I, if I remember correctly. Or maybe. Okay. No, no, no. This time, I was riding through Jordan Park by myself. Okay. And I was in the Black Beamer Coupe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had yeah, to pay yeah. the full Black Beamer Coupe. Yeah, the money making Mitch Coupe. Bro, cats was coming out of the drains, dog. Cats was coming out <laughs> from underneath tires, bro. Cats was coming out of trunks in the back of cars, bro. Cats was coming out of the woodworks, bro. bro. 
When I was riding through when I was riding through Jerome Park and I was like, boy, let me hurry up let and me get, get up out of here. Cause I think where I'm at is crazy, but Jordan Park, man, this thing is Bro, like Bro, I remember Jordan Park having AK forty seven bullets. Like the, shells. The shells that had left indentions in the wall of the community center. Like you could see the yeah, hole yeah, in yeah, the yeah. wall. Like we didn't go all the way through, of course, but you could see where the bullet had struck. Some dude walking, his leg was chopped off from spinning bullets from out of a, That's crazy. a chopper. But anyways, I didn't want to go up there thinking that I got to fight. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I just want to go play it's basketball. It's a terrible way to it live is your not, life. It's, it's, it's like, especially, and I was a scary dude because I didn't know how to fight. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to fight. So every time I was in a situation, it wasn't like I knew what to do to get out of this. Right. I lost almost all my fights when I was in, in, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in high school. And it was embarrassing to me because right. I didn't know how. I was just throwing and hoping for the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or right. wrestling more so wrestling and hoping for the best. Right. And nobody wants to live under that. No. Or know that every every single thing has to be escalated to life and death. Right. Like you step on my shoe, now somebody gotta die. Right. This is a this is a dignity that is so inflamed, so injured, so under attack. Right. That it it merits or it gives it incentivizes the overreaction right to try to maintain a sense of well-being and safety yeah so that is not okay we should not live in that right and the it's goal is not, no, not normal that's yeah the goal would be to pull folks out of that right into something that is normal exactly which is why we have the issues the the, the conversation around the systemic obstacles that keep that normal right the the ways uh, folks are trying to get out, man. People are trying to survive, and we when you are, and them. when you are when you are living, when you are waking up every day, just trying to make it to the next day. Not only do you not have it, not only is it hard for you to have any plans for the future because the only thing that your life is consumed with is survival for the day. Right. But it makes everybody a potential threat. Right. Everybody is a potential threat. Driving down the street, somebody looks you. I don't know how many staring matches I've got into oh. just driving down the street. Man, who's I got, gonna break first? And then if I don't. If I do take too long to break, it's yo. So that that I remember when one like I said, I think I mentioned this last season that one of these one of the dudes from my hood, Southside St. Pete, uh, man, like condolences to his family because he actually died by being shot by the police a number of times. Wow. Um, and uh, I think that he was fleeing from them in the car. It was, it was something crazy, and they they ended up shooting him. It was crazy, but um, the same guy that got shot by the police, um, they, um. Me and my boy, I never forget, me and my boy Carlos was walking down the street. We were walking from the library because we used to go to the library in the hood because they had internet. You know right, what I'm saying? We right. used to go use their computer for internet. Right. So we were, I think I was in, I don't know if I was in middle school or just starting in high school. We was walking down the street and that dude and his friend, they was riding by on bikes. We were walking. So I guess him and my boy Carlos had made eye contact and they, and he had, he made eye contact all the way when he rolled past us on the bike. He hopped off the bike like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And and I, like I said, don't I don't know where it came from, but for some reason I had this kind of rationality that made everything clear to me in my brain at the time, and I was recognizing how dumb it was, and I literally was like, "Yo, my man, you really want us to scrap over him looking at you when you roll past on a bike?" Right. I remember I said that to him. I was like, "Bro, you want us to scrap how over this man looking looking at you on a bike?" And I remember he kind of. He was confused. Like he yes. didn't have he didn't have an answer for. It. I was well, like, bro, he's, he's a victim right. to his own I was like, brokenness. I was like, let me ask you. I was like, bro, 
You 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 want us to scrap out here because he looked at you when you was riding past. Lose teeth, stitches. And then my boy Los, my boy Los is a firecracker, so he's like the type of dude that's like anytime anybody want to go, he'll go. Like I remember one, there was one day at a store and this dude was like, yo, I'm about to shoot you. And Los was like, shoot me then. All of us was like, bro, we don't know. Don't shoot him, please. Yes. Because that's how Carlos is. But we were like, I was like, I had to calm him down and be like, bro, y'all, we about to scrap over y'all eyeing each other when he rolled past. Like, that's stupid. And then the dude was kind of like, yeah, well, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? And, and picked his bike up, him and his boy, and rolled back off. And then I was like, this is crazy. I remember just thinking in my mind, like, yo, this is crazy that we're, Bro, you, that we're, that we're about to fight over something like this. The same thing happened to me at, at the fair. Exact same thing. Like, looked at a dude too long. This man followed me for about 200 yards. This is at Florida State Fair. The Florida State Fair, yeah. Finally, when he caught up to me, he was like, yo, what you said? Said, did my eye? Did my eyes? Speak? I didn't say anything to you, bro. He said, "Oh, that's what I thought." Then walked off. Let me get this straight. You followed me for fifteen minutes to make sure that I knew, huh? That you knew that I didn't say anything. That's the insecurity, man. If saying like, "There's a," it's a victim. The 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 dignity. There's a brokenness on the inside, right? That is inflamed. Your humanity feels like it's under constant attack from within your community, without your community, from the outside your community, everywhere you look, it feels threatening. Right. And people respond one or two ways. One, it's fight, or fight, the other yeah. is flight. It's fight or flight, and man. And if folks are going to fight and they do that as a practice, you become more and more tiny, and yeah. childish right, you shrivel. on the inside. It shrivels up your soul. That all of these are all of these actions of jumping at folks and getting in fights everywhere you go right. is you crying out that I don't know who I am and I feel like I'm nobody. Right. And, and I this is me trying myself. to establish myself as somebody. Right. Right. That's all that is. Right. And and and, and so you put your confidence in, in, in your hands. Right. I don't know. I mean, in more in recent time, how many times I've I've been with dudes who are known for fighting in the streets. They've been in all these fights, and then they they tell me they've been in all these fights and they got hands. I'm like, okay, well, slap box then. And then we go outside and slap box, and I then I I I embarrass them in front of everybody, and we get it on camera. And then they want to fight for. They real. They don't even know. Well, they don't want to fight for real because they're most of the time they're believers. Oh, okay. I they got don't want to fight for real unless it's like it's one of my family members. Right. But they get humbled and don't know what to do with themselves. Right. I thought. I had these hands. No, you just have been fighting with dudes who don't know how to fight. That's exactly what, yeah. But you should not have your confidence in your hand. Because if I get in there, there's dudes in my gym right now. Right. Mason, my, my homie, uh, who's an amateur fighter that trains in my, uh, in my home gym all the time. Mason would beat the bricks off me. He's smaller than me, younger than me. Right. Be, he would beat me up and down the street. Right. If I took confidence, <laughs> I'm, just up, and, up and down, going all the way up and down the road, just beating your mind. Yeah, dog. I'm just like, bro. But that's not who I am. My confidence can't be in that. Yeah. yeah. And, and if imagine fighting like that and sparring like that, where every time you got into the ring or out of the ring, your dignity was on the line yeah. because it's wrapped in your hands. You wouldn't know who you are, right. and you couldn't progress in life because you're constantly being victimized by your own brokenness. Right. So it's important for us to realize that you are a man with or without your hands, bro. Yeah. Like you, you, you are. Nobody needs to give you dignity or respect. Right. 
And that's why, I, and no chains. I hate to quote myself as, as obnoxious as this sounds, but when I said I don't need respect, I'm the threat. Right. It's I'm not trying to lobby for you to respect me. Exactly. I know who I am. I deserve respect whether you give it to me or not. Right. So if any, I'm not worried about any. I'm not worried about you. You should be worried about me. Right. So let, I'll let it, let that be. Yeah. That's what you'll see, man. Like there's a real existential crisis. Inside the urban, I keep using the phrase, the urban context where folks are being assaulted from every mm-hmm. every way, from right. inside the community, outside the community, their mm-hmm. own personal broken, brokenness, whatever it may be, that which they are responsible for, that which they've inherited by merit of being born in, 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 uh, in concentrated poverty, right. all of that stuff really creates, it can create, not all the time, but it can create individuals who are set off easy, bro. Yeah. Because they're shrunken on the inside. Right. And the and because the image of God. This is why the whole idea of affirming black bodies is so important. Very important, man. Because you got individuals who don't affirm their own black bodies. Right. You were talking about black on black crime, which is a mythological thing. Yes. As a phenomenon. Black on black okay? crime is not real. It, 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 I mean, it, in in the context black people that kill black people and white people kill white uh, people way more than they should. Right, white people kill white people more, way more than they it's should. Not, it's not a specific right. black problem. When I say we need to deal with black on black crime, I'm not talking about a phenomenon. I'm talking right. about what happens when humans live with each other and they start murdering. Okay, right. like what happens in white neighborhoods. What happens everywhere. Right. So the issue there is deeper than stop the violence. It's increase the dignity, man. Yes. Because the that's where the violence of, comes from, man. You think about Israel, who is free from slavery. They're brought to this place where Moses is about to give them game on who God is. Yep. What is the first message that Moses has for these colonized, enslaved brown people? Right. What's the first message? He tells them that they're Genesis made in the, one. Yeah, they're made in the image of God. You are somebody. You have dignity. Yes. That's the first message that he gives to people that felt like they did not have any Who dignity. is God and who yes. are you? Right. That's what you need to know. That's who God is. That's what we are. need on the South Side. Right. We need people to know who God is and who they are. Right. And that's the point here. Exactly. It's Genesis 1 being rehashed in modern day. We want you to know all, all those black, black Lives Matter as an organization only is running with half of the story. They want you to know who you are. At the heart of what they're doing is they're trying to get people to see other people as people. Which actually comes from the way that God has made us. Exactly. The idea now, that, they're, they're adding other things to it right, that, right. that we wouldn't obviously wouldn't subscribe to. Absolutely. But, but at the heart of it is yeah. the, the very sen- the, 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 the sentiment. The sentiment on a basic level is see them like you see any respectable human being. Right. Which, That's it. Which comes from the way that God has made us as human beings because we are made, we we are endowed with dignity that we inherently have. Right. Because God has made us and we are made in his image. Right. So when we've seen that image getting trampled upon and stamped out, there's something that rises up in us that says, that's not right. Right. It's not right that you can do that to another human being. Right. It's not right, if we can go through the historical timeline, that the, that these people were enslaved. It's not right that we can look at pictures of black people hanging from trees while, while there are white people taking pictures with them like this, eating hot dogs. Like, that's not... Right. right. And then now when we see what's happening in modern and time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, I'm sorry, I mean. And when you're in school. Right. 
reading about these stories yep. and you're seeing these pictures mm-hmm. and for 12 years the real re- the, the the most explicit representation that you have about what it means to be a black person in right. history is slavery is that you were a slave and 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 what does that do to you right when you're already struggling with the fact that you are fully human and the only and the only black folks that you know are folks are the only black folks that you see that get affirmed in your education are those who are just advocating for your civil rights which they should have been right. and those who are advocating for slavery to be something right. that should be detested and ended. Right, right. That's the only black people that you get to actually see from school that that are famous for you. Right. The only people that you get to learn about is Martin Luther King. Right. Uh, well, Rosa they got, Parks. They got rid of Malcolm X. Uh, <laughs> Rosa Parks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Frederick Douglass. Never. You know I've never, never heard anything from uh, that dude. Yeah, I, not when I was in school. Uh, Harriet Tubman. George Washington Carver. Jo- yeah, and that was the, pretty much these are the only people butter. that you get presented to yourself as a child in school, as a black child, that says these are your heroes. People that were just always, that, that the, just civil rights activists, right. which they should be our heroes, but what if there's so many other black people that have done amazing things yes. that should be affirming how smart and 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 uh, and how and dope we are. Yes, and how, a- and able, how and able and capable we are. How capable we you, are. Yes, you are. So you're just as. Right. You, you are, you are ju- just you, as right. important, capable, dignified as anyone else, man. Right. right. And, and I think yeah. hip hop, in a lot of ways, has personified the brokenness. Oh, absolutely. When you have people who are naming themselves savage and all their their raps about them acting like savages, right, right. literally using the language of your oppressors, right, in your brand name and, and who you are, branding this is yourself, who I am. branding yourself as you a savage. You can't take me anywhere. I'll, sh- I'll shoot up any place. Right. This is who they think you are. Right. This is who they've always portrayed you to be. And you're owning it. Right. No wonder that the, the biggest consumer of hip hop is between in the black community is between the ages of like 11 and 25 to 30. And that also corresponds with the greatest, the, the sort of where you find these issues of contention. Right. When when dudes was like jumping at folks for no reason, we were typically in that age group where you had a staring contest that turned into something violent or right. a basketball game that turned into something violent. We were typically in that age. I'm not blaming it on the music, but the music is projecting what we're already struggling with. It that's, certainly yeah. isn't helping it. That's why, It's a yeah. soundtrack for the movie. Right. That's that's why, yeah, because people will blame hip-hop. Hip-hop has, definitely has stuff that... That we should that they should be taking the task for, right? But hip hop did not cause these problems. That's right. that's kind of what people are like. Yo, it's hip hop that's causing the problem. They're the issue, and I was like, I understand it, but these issues existed before hip hop did. What hip hop doing? All, people in people were selling crack and killing people in, in these neighborhoods and stuff right, before right. hip hop was actually a thing. Right, right. So they're not making it. Right. They're they they, they really it, it it's hip hop is getting birthed out of what is already happening. Right, right, right. So so and and then it reaffirms it. So that's yeah. what hip hop should and be taking the task for that. The black community is filled not with just uh, you know thirteen to twenty five year old boys. Right. It is a people group that has. Elderly and middle-aged, and young people right. and women, and that the who ma- actually don't even listen to hip hop like that. The they major- will prefer other genres right. of music, and that the majority of the people group are not violent. Right, and the majority of people group are not committing crime because that that, that group that I just that I pointed even to, in the hood. If you were able to remove that group from the number, violence would almost go away right. because they're th- this is pretty much the 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 kind of the the, the core the center of the problem yeah. of gang violence in the community that age group that gender right but that's not the point the point i'm making is simply 
hip hop is a soundtrack to the foolishness. Yes. And it certainly is not helping it. It doesn't help it at and, all. And, and, and artists should be held responsible because you are still a part. Even if even if you can argue that hip hop is not actually accelerating crime in neighborhoods. They're still a part of now, it. Now let me just say this. There hasn't been there hasn't been a lot of work done on that. There aren't a lot of studies that actually show yeah. the increase. Because when Chief Keefe said, I'm putting out this mixtape to raise the murder rate in Chicago. Right. Which is okay. terrible. Ignorant. He he laid out his hand. He said, this, these are my intentions. That kind of attitude, if not said explicitly, is implicit in a lot of hip-hop. Right. Is it actually doing? A lot of folk, folk like Bizzle, for example, would say it is doing that. Right. Well, there's still studies that need to come out to show the, 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 the causation and not right. just the correlation. Right. But the fact of the matter— It's certainly the soundtrack. The fact of the matter is it is not helping the situation. Right. And the fact of the matter is these artists should be held accountable right. for what they're doing to the psyche of the majority culture. Yes. Let's say you're not hurting black communities. Let's say that that you putting a song out called Murder, 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 Pimp and Pimp and Sell Drugs, that that actually doesn't increase any of that stuff in the black community. Right. Let's, for argument, say that that's the case. Are you not? Are you not reinforcing a racist idea about black people in the mind of the greatest consumer of hip-hop, white majority culture? Absolutely. Are you not doing that? Yeah. And just to let y'all know, that's what KB is saying the, that because the data shows that the biggest consumers of hip hop are majority white and suburban. Yes. And kids. Yes. And well, teens in like early 20s, even into the 30s. Right. They're the biggest consumers of hip hop. And w w as far as listening, as far as as far as consuming and as far as giving their money and their their dollars to it. Yes. And that's been like that for a very long time. Right. Absolutely. So. So, yes, those raps are also influencing the, the majority psyche. culture. And what they believe it's about not black just the people local news it. that only that but local news which uh, disproportionately shows black criminals. Oh, absolutely! Over any other race of criminals, well, we, we do that. It's not just them. We it's also that, it's also the music. The music is saying this is what the world the world says you are. Right. You hate education. You hate you 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 hate. Um, honesty and, and working hard. You right. love to murder. You love to steal. And you love to keep your genitalia out of control. Right. That's what you love to do. That's all the racist tropes about That's black people. That's all the racist tropes that are false. Right. There's a small, there's a, a section. I grew up in the hood, Doc. Right. I know that most of the people living there were honest, working-class people right. who condemned through marches and protests that CNN and MSNBC never covered. They had honest protests about black-on-black -black crime, about crime violence. within the community and stopping the violence, rallies and all. Right. I saw all of that. Nobody was cool with that. Such and such got shot yesterday. And well, black you know what happens with, with quotation marks. Because it, it, because people say the same thing about Chicago. You guys doing all this stuff. You guys don't care nothing about Chicago, bro. There is mad Folks initiatives are being martyred over mad initiative. The, the mothers initiative. The mothers were just killed. They, they there were two mothers that were just killed. There were two mothers that were fighting against crime in Chicago, and they were killed. Both of them. Not only that, but there's several other organizations in Chicago that is fighting to stop the violence. And so all of the people that keep saying you guys talk about all of this other black on black crime stuff, but you guys don't care about black lives because you don't care about the murder that's happening. Chicago and stuff like that is false, false, false. It's not, it's not true. It's not and, true. If, and, and, and the people that say, oh, well, we're going to discredit 
Black Lives Matter because you got because Black Lives Matter doesn't talk about the crime in these neighborhoods. Black Lives Matter is specifically tailored to specific crimes against black people. They are they are not necessarily an organization that's saying we are going to our organization is about talking about black on black crime in these neighborhoods. That's not what they're specifically there to handle. They're talking about police brutality. They're talking about systemic institutional racism on those kind of levels. So to hold them to a, a, a standard in which their group is not designed to meet is ridiculous. Right. That's like, again, that's like saying, you know, going to the cancer ward and saying, why aren't you guys talking about the flu? Why aren't you guys talking about all the other coronaviruses? Well, this is the cancer ward, sir. That's why we created it. Yeah. This is what we're telling or you what we're about. A, a ear, throat, and mouth doctor be an expert on cardiovascular Right. Or, or, well, or if you say to the cancer yeah. doctor, you don't care about all the other stuff because you guys are only focusing on cancer. And they would say, that's because we're only focusing on cancer. Right, right, right. We have to understand that there are dimensions of affirming black lives, particularly in concentrated poverty, that speak to the wholeness that we want to see become a reality for those living in that environment. When we talk about try me culture, okay? Right. If I got three wishes, I wish, I wish, I wish you would. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We talk about that for some, not all. Right. Probably not Toby. I don't know who could be more confident and self-assured than that dude. <laughs> right. But for, for some folks, the being on edge, the, the willingness to go to ultimate violence, like take your life over stupid stuff. Bro. Right, right. Like you could get a... I don't know how many prank phone calls I heard from Roy, Roy Wood Jr. where he calls somebody and literally, bro, dudes was minding their own business, doing mm -hmm. some yard work, mm -hmm. having a good day, just left church, whatever it may be. And by the end of that conversation, a random person who you do not know got you so angry that you were going to your closet to go kill them. Yeah. Or they were just out of character too, just totally out of character. Well, they were shocked. Yeah. Like, man, what am I? What? What am I doing? What am right. I saying? Right. That's coming from somewhere. That I understand getting upset. I understand protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. What goes beyond is what 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 kind of shows a a sense of a need for the image of God to be restored, dignity to be recognized as it ought, is when that goes. When your the uh, uh, the sort of small attacks turn into these large overreactions, and I believe that a part of our job in affirming Black life is calling that out, right, and saying, "Look at us, look at where we are giving a minor offense." When the Bible says in Proverbs that it is uh, the glory to a man mm -hmm. to overlook an offense. That that's glorious. Right. Well, that would be seen as being weak or sweet or soft. Is that, that, that must be the worst kind of insult that you could get is to be not seen as tough. Mm -hmm. So you don't see Jesus as an example of toughness because of his ability to glory and overlook an offense or forgive offense. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When the fact of the matter is nobody was more manly than the Lord Jesus Christ. He is what we say, 
in theology, a hundred percent man. Right. He's right. all man. Represents strength. Ain't no weakness in him in that he has some kind of cowarding. You know, it's not in the Son of God. And to be affirmed in our humanity is to see Jesus in the way that he carries himself as an example of what it means to live in this world as one who doesn't let folks just walk all over them. You know how he was being lobbied for on, for the right and the left in his day, the, the, the political conservative and the political uh, liberal was trying to uh, you know, fight for his attention and allegiance, and he gave it to nobody. He said, I'm cool by myself. Right. Like, this is a man of strength and ultimately a warrior who will come to fight for his people and fights for his people all the time. So all that to say that... It's important for us to to let the gospel get on, uh, sort of work itself into the cracks of our our wholeness, where it can minister to that which would lead us mm -hmm. to try to assert ourselves to really overcompensate for an injured soul. Right. You feel me? Right. And I think that's what we see happening. And we want to tell dudes that you don't have to do that. You don't, gotta, you don't have to be that. You don't have to prove nothing to anybody. Your dignity is not in question. I don't care what the culture is saying. Right. I don't know how you. I don't care which how your teachers made you feel, how your parents made you feel. I don't care what the messages may be. You are a man. Right. God made you. Know who he is. Know who he is. Know who you are. Which was the context for the colonized. That was the context mm -hmm. for Moses' message for the colonized. Should that not be the context of our message when we are ministering to the South Side? Amen. This has been South Side Rabbi. My name is K to the Second Letter. I mean Hudson. Keep my essence. I keep all my flows open-minded so you can see the blessings. Now can you see it? It's a question of the day. Hell, that's what never but I'm always down to catch your faith. My dogs. Again, ever come in, stay to stay, but they know the flow tsunami, hopefully they catch the wave on my journey. Yeah. So they know the flow tsunami, hopefully they catch the wave on my journey, journey, journey.